YouTube, TikTok, thank you for joining me tonight. Wherever you're tuning in on the podcast, we appreciate all of you guys for spreading this message far and wide. In tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about, did Elon just start the Eclipse pump? So you guys have already seen, I put out a couple videos in regards to the back-to-back eclipses that we got coming in. And no, this is not crazy talk. Pull up the moon phase chart. We're going to show you guys at the end of this episode the pattern that we've been watching and how it's been so spot on. So you can make fun of the astrology, the moon phases. And I don't know why these people worship this and why the timeline matches up, but that's what they do. And we're going to trade and make money based off that. We're going to talk about Elon buying Twitter, the ramifications. Uh, I tell you what, Twitter's already looking pretty lit today. I've been seeing a lot of funny posts and um, a lot more excitement back on Twitter. So that's good to see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see if Trump's going to be back on Twitter. I, I put out a little video here before I got on this session and asked everyone if they thought that Trump was going to be coming back to Twitter. going to be interesting to see uh, mainstream news, Fox News. They're reporting that he's not coming back, but... We'll see how that plays out. Um, nonetheless, guys, I think that we need to focus on what's happening right now in these markets. We got to prepare ourselves because either we're going to catch this alt season pump over the next month, or we could be going back into the bear market and uh, that alt season pump might not be coming in. But we're going to go through the whole news here tonight, cover a uh, Ripple lawsuit update as well. Stathis, thank you for that uh, super chat. Appreciate that. Thank you, Stathis. And uh, in tonight's episode, I just want to say, uh, if you could help share our message with other like-minded individuals, uh, this channel is being watched closely. I speak in my codes. I do my dance with the censorship here. Uh, I'm just here to present information. I'm not here to give you guys uh, financial advice, whether you're left, right, up, down, don't care. At the end of the day, I want you to make it. I want you to have a chance of surviving and thriving during the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. And this time that we're living through right now is testing all of us. We can feel it right? The energy's coming in. This is going to be incredible. Back-to-back eclipses once again. I want you guys to be prepared. I'm going to be dropping a video. Um, this this one's going to be for my Discord group where I'm going to be explaining my uh, updated portfolio. I have a I have an updated exit strategy and that's going to be adjusted based off of what we're looking at over the next month. Either we're going to get this alt season pump and, uh, you know, we're going to be able to take some profits and or, uh, you know, this thing's going to continue on to the downside, but we're going to get into it tonight. I, I appreciate all of you guys for tuning in. Okay, let's let's get right into it. So to start, as you guys have already heard here, Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. This one's from Anders L. The new owner of Twitter hates the SEC just as much as the XRP community. Amen to that, you know. And uh, all we've been wanting is a level playing field. All we want is free speech. All we want is people to be able to determine what the truth is for themselves based off of information uh, and facts presented in an open forum that Twitter could be, right? And so I hope that this is going to be a positive direction for free speech, for truth, for being able to have public forums, being able to have a conversation with our fellow American uh, fellow people of this world without getting offended, without being little snowflakes that, uh, you know, have to force their narrative on other people. Now, look at this one. This is where it gets interesting, guys. Jack, uh, that's Jack Dorsey from Twitter puts out, I'm so happy Twitter will continue to serve the public conversation around the world and into the stars. And then we have Raul Paul retweets and he says, theory, Elon will try to run Twitter from satellites no control by any government as SpaceX sits above local internet and is hard to censor as Ukraine has shown. The world is changing fast. This is not a theory. This is reality. This is already here. It's already underway. There's a reason why 
he had such tight connections with our Department of Defense. Um, and if you look at uh, not even just SpaceX, but you look at what he's got going with the Boring Company, uh, what he did with Tesla, what he did with his solar company, he's been working hand in hand with the government um, for a while. I mean, many people in the business community have actually criticized Elon for that, um, saying that basically he can't run a, a, run a business without using the government's money. Nonetheless, uh, what we're seeing here, I think, is a good step in the right direction. What he did with SpaceX by keeping up the Internet over Ukraine uh, during this crisis, that's a beautiful thing to see. And this is the new quantum financial system. This is the satellites in space that are going to be running the nodes. This is it. It is not a theory. It is not crazy talk anymore. You know that if Raoul Paul's covering it, you know, it, it's, it's something to consider. And I'm going to tell you right now that we already have the documentation evidence on all of that. That is easy to prove. And that is underway. And, and we're just getting started. This is a beautiful time to be alive, guys. Uh, but we are, you know, going to be seeing how this one plays out as far as Elon owning Twitter. Wanted to cover this from James Philan. Uh, this is a uh, amicus brief challenging the SEC's enforcement of gag orders against defendants who settle with the SEC. This is worth reading if you want to understand how the SEC operates. So basically, if you settle up with the SEC, you're you're given the gag order. You're told not to speak, right? You're you're not supposed to talk about it. So we have Mark Cuban, Elon Musk, and it it does appear like some other people are involved in this as well. Uh, they, they filed an amicus brief challenging the SEC's enforcement of the gag orders against defendants. So remember, Elon Musk said that he had to settle up with the SEC. They basically forced him to. Otherwise, he was going to have to fold over Tesla. Um, and, and this just relates to basically the SEC is being questioned now by even the likes of Mark Cuban. I mean, just basically everyone across the board who's pro-free markets, pro-capitalism, pro-America, pro-level playing field is seeing that the SEC has been bought and paid for and the criminal corruption goes all the way up to the tippy top. And I, I do hope that uh, we'll be able to fix that here shortly. Now, Elizabeth, I got a plan for that Warren had to chime in on the Elon Musk deal. She says, this deal is dangerous for our democracy. Billionaires like Elon Musk play by a different set of rules than everyone else, accumulating power for their own gain. We need a wealth tax and strong rules to hold big tech accountable. So just like Joe Biden says, we are not here uh, to protect wealth building, right? was this December of 2021 guys thank you for the gifts thank you for the super chats I appreciate all your support Brad Garlinghouse throwing it down he says the USA is effed now I couldn't help but think of Dan Pena telling us how Elon Musk's favorite word is the f word how all these guys they put out this image right this squeaky clean image but behind the scenes, they swear like a sailor. I mean, I just couldn't help but think of Dan Pena. But it's so true. And I love to see it. I love to see it from Brad because we're frustrated, right? Uh, and it's not just about the XRP army. This is about freedom, truth, and everything that made this country great. The shining jewel of the whole world was America free capitalism and, and what we created here. This is why so many people, the melting pot that we created, it's a beautiful thing, the diversity that we've created in this country. It's, a, it's supposed to be a level playing field with opportunity for everyone to pursue their dreams, pursue happiness, right? And like Brad Garlinghouse here says, the USA is effed, and it's because we've been infiltrated by socialist communists. It's an absolute communist agenda because it's, it's one thing to be, you know, 
to be a quote unquote Democrat. And I hate the whole left right thing. It's one thing though to to have your opinions and whatever, but it's a whole other thing to be against the foundation of this country, which is the Bill of Rights. Right. There's a very important reason why they put it as the First Amendment, why they put that Second Amendment in there, why they put that Fourth Amendment in there. Right. And then you name out the rest. The founders were very intentional with how they created this country and they knew how to resist a tyrannical government that did not have the interest of the people at their best uh, serving the best interest of the people. So huge shout out to XRP Darren, by the way, Fame 21 more. Yeah, thank you for doing the research on this one, brother. Huge shout out to Fame 21 more, XRP Darren, OG in the XRP community for finding this one. But uh, yeah, you guys can go listen to that one yourself. I love to see it. I love to see it, Brad. We feel it. We feel it, bro. Uh, let's continue on. This is from Ashley Prosper. We have uh, a little thread here on why Ripple wins on fair notice defense, which, by the way, thank you for tuning in tonight, guys. Cheers. Hope you guys are enjoying yourself here. And uh, let's run it up tonight. Thank you for sharing this stream. YouTube, if you could hit that thumbs up for me, I'd greatly appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Oh, it looks like uh, YouTube went down. See, this is what what happens, right? they're, they're, They're censoring us right now. Right, we hit it too hard on the truth, and we were being soft, guys. I freaking softball it, and they still take me out. You guys see it, right? I speak in my code, I do my dance, and I softball it, not even saying what really needs to be said about these people, uh, and, and they still want to censor us and take us down. I mean, you, wow, it's just unbelievable. But this is why, guys, we we did create a Rumble channel, so we're on Rumble. The fact of the matter is, is though, it's just like Twitter. We shouldn't have to leave these platforms, these public platforms, these town squares where everyone wants to be at. Like, I'm going to be honest. YouTube works the best. Twitter works the best. I don't want to have to go to these other platforms that, quite frankly, they just aren't caught up to speed yet. When we look at Rumble, when we look at these other uh, various platforms, this is where the conversation is happening. And uh, yeah, anyways. Okay. Let's continue on. This is a thread on why Ripple could win this case on fair notice. The, first off, the SEC provided no clear guidance. Next, the SEC provided no action letters. The third reason, the Hinman speech gave market participants the idea that tokens similar to ETH were okay. So Ripple didn't even do an ICO, right? But they gave the impression that if you did it like Ethereum, that if you became quote-unquote decentralized like Ethereum, uh, that you would be good to go. Reason number four, the SEC itself was confused about which digital assets were securities. Reason number five, FinCEN and the Department of Justice both classified XRP as a currency. Reason six, legal counsel from the same firm that advised Ethereum said XRP unlikely to be a security. And that's going to be your Perkins Coy. Uh, and we have re- reason number seven. Brad had meeting with the SEC commissioner, left feeling XRP was fine. Reason number eight. XRP may be mentioned in the him and emails as not a security. And this is why they don't want to give out the emails. The smoking gun of the whole case is those emails, and we're still riding on that. The SEC did not want to allow the court to decide this case on fair notice, but because it survived their attempts to dismiss it, it there remains this constant looming precedent setting threat of losing on the fair notice defense. So 
here's why I wanted to bring this up. I want to be clear about this. Even if Ripple wins on fair notice defense, that does not mean that the rest of the crypto space has a free pass because Ripple didn't do an ICO. The rest of the space still did an ICO. The ICOs, the way that most of them are structured, 100% meets the Howey test for a securities offering. All of them were unregistered. That is the easiest case for the SEC to have, right? And, and it's very simple. And let me remind everyone, I'm not a fan of our government. I do not like the SEC. They've absolutely failed us, and I do not feel protected as an investor. And I don't need the SEC to protect me either. Shut the whole thing down. The reason why they're here, though, is to regulate securities offerings just like 99% of the ICOs were. So the fair notice defense is there. The Howey case is well, well-established law. If you raise money, right, and people have an expectation of earnings based off of someone else's uh, work, it's very simple, right? All of these meet the definition of a security. All of the ICOs, nearly all of them. So a lot of people think that, oh, if Ripple wins on fair notice defense, the rest of the space is going to be good to go. Wrong. Wrong. Ripple never did an ICO. They were gifted the XRP by the creation, the creators, right? By uh, Jen McCaleb and Arthur Brito, David Schwartz. So uh, there was no ICO. So if Ripple wins on Fairness Defense, that does not give the rest of the space a clear. But we do have to consider that, you know, the fair notice defense is still there. We know they're trying to cover up the him in emails. I could see this thing being a fake out and we settle up before December. But obviously I'm biased and I told my Discord group this last weekend that I'm not here to get as hyped on settlement coming in like this week, settlement coming in this next month. As far as the uh as far as the case goes, we're still waiting on a couple of rulings in, in regards to the emails. And then, uh, you know, they're giving us the timeline of August, November, December. But like everything with this case, it's smoke and mirrors. So this thing could be settled up way before that. And one thing that I was talking about with my Discord this weekend was Biden's executive order. Um, we couldn't quite remember. I'll have to look this up later. But it, it gave all of the agencies and departments uh, a certain time frame to respond to Joe and to the White House with how they thought that they could work together for regulating digital assets. So it kind of lines up with regulations are already being debated in Congress. We're already having these hearings. Obviously, they move slow. They show up in D.C. to work two weeks out of the whole year. It's an absolute joke. Um but we know that we're here at, at this moment where the rest of the world is regulating cryptocurrencies. They're providing clarity. They're spurring innovation in their countries. The USA, uh, we are being left behind. We are being held up. So, uh, you know, it's good to see. We have the crypto executive order that came out from Joe. All of the agencies have to report on that here soon. And then we have Congress already working on certain bills. And the one kicker that I've mentioned before in the past is you have to watch the states. These states and even certain cities are moving full ahead, adopting cryptocurrency, setting the rules, setting regulations. They're going ahead. So they're actually forcing the hand of the federal government. And uh, so 
basically to summarize this up, guys, I would not wait on the sidelines. I would not be selling my XRP to buy back in later. I already saw some of those tweets coming out yesterday. Just uh, someone said, I sold my XRP for WTK. Whatever that project is that everyone's been hyping up recently. I don't even know what it is or what's going on there. Um, some dude sold his XRP for that. And he says, I'll be back in six months. I don't, I I think that those types of people are going to get burned. And this is all part of the shakeout. This is all part of the most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. Let's continue on. You guys need to get prepared right now. I need to get more prepared right now. And, And we're already tapped in. We're already making moves. But this is pictures and scenes coming out of Beijing right now. This is from yesterday. Shelves emptying emptying quickly in Beijing right now. After three rounds of mass testing was announced for the Central District about an hour ago. So there's still some stuff going on over there in China. And you're seeing the ramifications being spread out throughout the whole world with the supply chain crisis. We already mentioned all of the food distribution plants, all of the food processing plants that have had little accidents happen recently. I don't believe uh, you know, that these are just coincidences. I think that this is all being set up by design uh, to squeeze out the people right now. Basically, the, the narrative has ended, and this is one of the predictions that I had at the start of this year, was that they were going to ease rest- restrictions, we were going to be able to live free again, but then they were going to rug pull our economy. That, and I did not expect the war to come in, and I did not expect the supply chain crisis to get worse. And we knew that inflation was bad. We know that they're lying to us. Real inflation is probably about 17% right now. We didn't expect a few of these events uh, to really be hitting so hard so fast, and it's only going to get worse. This is just a start. What you're seeing right now at the pump, at the grocery store, when you go to renew your lease, when you go to buy a house... It's just a start. The rates going up, they're telling us is just a start. So we look here. This is going to be ugly, guys. This is going to be ugly. And I want you guys to be prepared. We just did two prepping classes in my Discord group this last month. And we're talking about this because not only do we not, we have natural disasters, we have cyber attacks, we have terrorist attacks, we have, um, inflation. So even if the world doesn't end, your grocery bill is 25% higher than it was last year. It's 50% higher. The cost of lumber is 76% higher year over year. Your rent's going to be bumped up 20%, right? Um, You're going to get killed here with inflation, right? And then even if you have the money, it's a rush for essentials and value right now. What you see right now in the start of real inflation kicking in is it's a rush. The people are using the dollars to acquire real assets, real essentials, real value as soon as possible. So the discretionary income is not being wasted as much on BS. It's got to go to paying the bills. It's got to go to covering your essentials. We don't have enough essentials for everyone right now. This is getting... jacked up our whole supply chain crisis our whole planting season is being missed we've been fat and happy here in america and i love to say this we've been fat and happy here in america okay we're gonna feel it it's coming here we're seeing it right now over in china we're seeing it across the rest of the world here in america 
We still have stuff on our shelves. What they're doing right now is instead of a 32 ounce Gatorade, you're gonna get a 28 ounce Gatorade instead of, uh, you know, uh, basically getting your, your serving size that you were, were getting before. They've cut down the serving size. They're cutting down the quality. They're cutting down the service. Uh, customer service has been, is dead. It's been dead for the last two years. This is all inflation. So they give us inflation's 8.5%. That's not the real world. The real world is if you have a problem with a company or anything, you try to pick up and get a talk to an actual person, good luck, right? Customer service is dead. And you're seeing right now that even if you have money, you're not able to buy the products that you want. They're replacing the name brands with other, you know, uh, uh, other uh, brand names that uh, aren't as popular, right? This this is all just subtle subtle things um, that we're starting to see, right? And if it's getting this bad now, just think where we're going to be at come this fall winter time. We we still have a, a rough road ahead, in my opinion, and I really want you guys to be prepared. This this article here from Bloomberg. Expensive fertilizers and freight rates are threatening to worsen the global food crisis. So we saw because that Shanghai port got shut down, we started to see them. They were starting to fly more cargo. Well, you can only haul, I think like, what, two cargo containers per plane? Or even, I don't know what the deal is. But essentially, the cost, they're two to three times as higher when you're sending things through uh, plane versus these cargo ships. So this is getting bad, right? Uh, expensive fertilizers and freight rates are threatening to worsen the global food crisis. I just saw an article that today from Janet Yellen saying that this is like a top issue right now. When they're telling you, Janet Yellen, Janet No Telling Yellen is telling you that the food crisis is bad, you know that it's 10 times worse than what they're telling you, right? And that we're late. You're, you're late, right? If you haven't already been prepping. So this month, we had two prepping classes. The first one was on the basics of how to store food properly. Because a lot of people don't understand. They think that you can just go buy some canned goods, put them up on the shelf, and you're going to be good. We, we've taken our game to another little, little bit further than that. Um, and, and so that first class was about essentials of storing food properly. Just the basics of essentials. Getting started with prepping. Uh, you don't need to to have a whole bunker doomsday bunker prepped out. You need to just have you know a couple weeks worth of food and water would be nice to have just in case, right? But I also believe in prepping on essentials and, and stocking up on essentials because of inflation. So I have a I have a baby girl, right? I've been stocking up on the docker diapers, wipes, all that stuff, right? So, so that's just beating inflation, staying ahead of the game. And uh, the second prepping class that we just had was a little bit more in-depth on surviving a grid-down scenario. So when the lights go off. And a uh, huge shout-out to Nicole. I really appreciate her for sharing this information with us. I love her sharing this information because um, she's lived through it and done it. And like I said, the natural disasters hit. We already see massive amounts of cyber attacks. Go look at how many food processing plants just got hit. We don't know what's in store, but we sleep soundly at night knowing that we've made the correct pre preparations that we can ride out a storm. 
that, that we've hedged our bets against inflation because we hold precious metals and we've already stocked up on the essentials that we need for the next six months to a year. So that that's what that's been about. Uh, let, let's continue on here. So this, folks, strap in. We've gone from record easing, record money printing to record tightening. This won't end well. Our CCI composite combines the five key drivers of the profit cycle. Stay far away from risk on strategies. I'm going to be talking about this in my updated exit strategy that I'm going to be uh, giving to my Discord members here uh, next month. Yeah, next month. Because what, what I'm looking at is sell in May and walk away, even if we don't catch a pump. It may be time to go risk off even more so. Now, I have very little in the cryptocurrency market other than a fat bag of XRP and a good bag of XLN, but um, I've already been in cash, but um, folks, I'm going to be adjusting my exit strategy based off this because this is coming to a point of either we're going to catch this final alt season pump. I don't know what the catalysts are going to be. I, maybe Elon started it right here, right? Um, but we got to adjust our exit strategies and we got to prepare for not catching an alt season and what it looks like if we continue to the downside, if we continue into a bear market into this fall winter time. So, um, you know, when you go from record easing, record massive money printing to record tightening to stopping the pump, stopping the injection, that's going to end badly, right? Um, and, and so let's see here. Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem says he and other central bankers no longer think inflation will be a relatively short-term phenomenon. You don't say. Yeah, so like I said with Janet No Telling Yellen and with these, you know, these Fed guys, when they're admitting that we have a problem, you already know it's 10 times worse. Okay. No, no, no duh, right? Like obviously inflation is not transitory. We knew that was a lie. We know that we're just getting started with the liquidity debt crisis all hitting at once along with our food, water, the whole the whole show here. We're being attacked on every level. Let's let's uh continue on. So with the London Metal Exchange stopping gold and silver futures in July, it is worth reminding that India's National Stock Exchange is working on a new exchange for spot gold. Also, China has been focusing on accelerating efforts to build up its futures markets. You are about to see all of the derivatives markets. You are about to see all of the spot markets represented on distributed ledger technology. That's where this is going. And this is a beautiful thing to see. So when we look at, you know, a reset of the financial system, a reset of the stock market, we, we know it's been out of whack. We know that we've been, you know, you know, this, this thing's been jacked up completely out of control with derivatives. And uh, this is why we have such suppressed assets. But the London Metal Exchange said that they're going to stop trading the futures on their gold and silver in July. India is doing a new stock exchange, uh, sorry, for spot gold. And then China is going to be accelerating efforts to build up its futures markets. So this is the reset, restructuring, revaluation that we've been talking about. This is beautiful to see. This confirms a lot of what we've been focusing on and researching over the last few years. This tweet from Rothschild von Bilderberg, Mason Rothschild. The day the lawsuit was filed, the XRP price dropped from 55 cents to sub 21 cents, if I'm not mistaken. 
But on the same token, the price moved to nearly $2, which is around 800%, all during the same lawsuit without any solid news or hint of Ripple winning the case. Understand that there's a serious price manipulation. Market makers are heavily in control in play here that goes beyond anything that any of us can comprehend. Our collective common sense are telling us that this whole shenanigan between the Ripple and SEC is too odd for words. So trying to find a logical price action pattern from a YouTuber's TA video or hint on a baby turtle picture of Joel Katz is a waste of our precious time. I love that. That is so funny. All of us trying to decode all of David's tweets. It's so awesome. Uh, so trying to find a logical price action pattern from a YouTuber's TA video or a hint from a baby turtle picture of Joel Katz is a waste of our precious time. Don't let them pimp your emotion. This lawsuit can be over in 2025 or by the time you wake up tomorrow morning. In both scenarios, you won't be able to anticipate or see it coming. Otherwise, it would be too easy. They have a timeline that you are not part of. You are just a pawn and distraction in the grand scheme of things just like Brad Gollinghouse have told you over and over again. Long story short, long story short, hodl, dollar cost average, diversify and think long term. One thing's for sure, we're early adopters of one of the greatest digital assets in the space and we're on the right side of history. That should put your mind at ease. If you have made it this far, God bless you and yours. Amen. Amen. That That is exactly how I feel about this whole thing, right? We spend time looking at the charts. We spend time trying to do the decodes. At the end of the day, we have enough information that we know that if we're wrong, even 75% of what we believe is wrong, we still get rich. We still make money. We, we still change our lives. So we are on the right side of the truth. We are on the right side of history. This thing will play out. All truth will be revealed. And it's going to be a beautiful thing to see. Now let's take a look at the market. So Bitcoin is back up above 40K, 40,600 is the price of this recording. That's good to see. XRP back up to about the 70 cent level. Okay, so the whole market caught the Elon pump. I'm going to pull up the chart here and I want you guys to take a look at this. Uh, this is the same chart that I was sharing with my Discord Patreon members this weekend. New moon solar eclipse of 430. We have supports at 63 cents and our current resistance is about the 777, 77 cents. And, you know, I'm just showing you guys basically the range that we're trading in. And I'm showing you the moon phase pattern because it has been so spot on for us. For those of you guys who think it's a joke, let me explain this once again in very simple terms. We're watching a moon phase pattern where you get a new moon that comes in and then you get a full moon that comes in. We are seeing the prices top out around the new moons, and then we're seeing the cycle bottom around the full moons. This is not an exact science. This happens about five days before, five days after. Huge shout out to Waters Above Crypto for sharing this and getting this information out to us. We've been on this pattern since Rosh Hashanah, since the start of the Shemitah year, September, back last year. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you should research those terms. Shemitah year, right? This the start of the Hebrew calendar. Uh, this is based off the Hebrew calendar, the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. This is the pattern that we've been watching since that moment and how we've been able to predict where the market's going to go and 
I've been saying that the market's going to move back up to the upside to finish off this month into that new moon that's going to be coming in on April 30th. This is going to be a partial solar eclipse on that day, April 30th. The market moved down after I put out this prediction to my Discord members, and I think I've put it into a couple YouTube videos here. I still stand by what I what I said, and sure enough, we've already recovered back up. We, we had dumped over the last 24 hours back down to about the 64 cent level. I said our support's here at 63 cents. Uh, we tapped down at about 65 cents, 64, 65 cents. Back up to the upside here today, and I think that this momentum's going to carry into that new moon. With that being said, let me back up and explain our, our current thesis on where the market's going to move short term. Full moon comes in on May 16th, and it's going to be a full lunar eclipse. So we have back-to-back -back eclipses. Let me take you back to November, December of last year. Last year, we had back-to-back -back eclipses in November. We started off with a lunar eclipse, and then we went into a solar eclipse in December. The, the, the solar eclipse came in around uh, December 4th, I believe. That was the new moon date, and we got a 40% liquidation event. Massive amount of energy came in and it liquidated everyone. One of the biggest dumps in cryptocurrency history. Okay, so I do not know what's going to happen. Let me just be real clear about that. I do not know what's about to happen, guys. Uh, I really don't care what happens either. I've put out this information for those of you guys who are trading. For those of you guys who are looking to see when you could accumulate more, quote unquote, buy the dip, I'm going to tell you guys when I think the dip's going to be coming in. And right now, I would not be, uh, you know, you you can see, I think that we're going to be moving back up at least up to that 77 cent level. Maybe we can break back above 80, but we're going to have to watch some some key levels here for Bitcoin, for the whole space here. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. And um, we'll just take what the market gives us, what the market makers, the mass manipulation magicians are doing behind the scenes by worshiping the moon phases and doing this whole thing by worshiping the sun. This is what they do. I don't know why they do it. You take it up with them. Don't, don't shoot the messenger here. Okay. I just pull up the moon phases here on my chart and it's pretty freaking clear, right? And there's a reason why, uh, you know, we've been using this. So with that being said, Market's going to move up till the end of the month, and then it's a crab shoot after that. I don't know what happens next. Um, they they could send it, or or we could be looking at what happened last time, which was a mass mass liquidation event. Um, they killed us. They killed us on that. Everyone was so bullish going in to that December time frame. Right, we'd already topped out at sixty nine k in November. Things were looking better than ever. XRP, right, was doing well. It was all great. And we're all thinking, okay, this is lining up perfectly. I said that once again, for the third bull run in a row, Bitcoin's going to top out in December, just like it had the previous two bull runs. That was completely wrong. The new moon came in, and they just dumped on us in a mass manipulation liquidation event. But we knew that the bear market was going to come in after we suspected another top was going to come in. The top didn't come in, but the market crashed after. We knew that that was going to be coming in because the pattern was all previous bull runs, the market had topped out in December, and then that was it. 
XRP topped out in January, about two weeks after Bitcoin topped out in the previous bull run. So that's why we thought, you know, uh, we were going to top out again in December for Bitcoin. And then we thought the XRP was going to lead the way into the new year, into January. Boy, were we wrong, right? And I'm not afraid to admit when I'm wrong. Um, you know, we've made, we've made a few predictions here that have not turned out exactly how we thought, but you know, we did call the bear market entry for Bitcoin in December by using this pattern and by looking at the historical charts. So for what it's worth, that's the TA analysis that I put a little bit of weight on. The The main reason why this even matters to me and why I share this information is for those of you guys who are looking to add to your bags. I know that you guys get caught up on waiting to buy the dip, on waiting to buy XRP five cents cheaper. You only have 500 bucks to invest. It doesn't matter. That's the truth. It does not matter. If you have tens of thousands of dollars to invest, okay, maybe maybe we could start to worry about that a little bit. But if we're just dollar cost averaging every paycheck, every month, like we've been doing in our community, you know, we, we look to purchase around these full moon dates and then we ride the wave and we're here for the long term. So we're just buying the dips. We're just buying the blood, buying around the full moons. If you are doing the trading hustle, I would definitely be looking at this as well. I, I told my Discord this last week and I said, if you guys are looking for a short-term move over the next week, I would be looking to buy right now. You, you would have ideally been buying over the last 24 hours when this market was coming back down because I was still holding firm. I still am holding firm that we're going to be going back up to the upside. I, I figured that what was happening over the last 24 hours was a short squeeze and that does look to be the case. We'll see where it goes from here. Maybe I'll be wrong, but um, that's what we're looking at on the charts. At the end of the day, just like the last tweet that I covered, what does it matter when we're talking about where these assets are really going to be going down the road? I'm not here for new all-time highs for XRP. Let's go. I do not care about $5 XRP. I'm here to put a dent in the universe just like Ripple is, right? I'm here to run trillions of dollars across this blockchain, run percentages of the global payments, the whole internet of value, the whole quantum financial system. There are a few ledgers that are ready to actually solve problems and handle this situation. We've invest invested accordingly. We are continuing to stack precious metals. Yesterday, I put out my deep dive on the Stellar Lobster Quantum Financials e ecosystem. You guys can check that out. Um, right now, I do not have enough information to be, be putting any money into that, okay? But uh, a lot of people have been reaching out to me. I'm probably going to be speaking to some more people on that. We'll see what, what information we can come across. For now, over the last, basically since December, we've been watching and enjoying the show, right? Sitting on the sidelines with our cash, waiting to pounce. Um, so with that being said, guys, I want you guys to adjust your exit strategy. Be ready to sell in May and walk away. Um, I will not be selling my XRP. I will not be selling my XLM, but on the rest of my cryptocurrencies, I may be looking to offload them if we do get some sort of movement up here to the upside in May. This looks like our last good opportunity until September, October timeframe. And that's just historically, if you look at what has happened to the markets during Shemitah years in the past, you have downside, um, you have basically um, a, a, a little bit of an upside movement around May. They say sell in May and walk away. 
and then you see some action in September, October as well. So that would be us coming out of the Shemitah year into September, October timeframe. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. Um, the macro situation is absolutely horrendous, but uh, the people want the the people are still trying to make some money. So this is why we see Dogecoin pumping recently, right? We have Elon tweeted out now all the doofus morons get in on Dogecoin. Uh, people are trying to buy Twitter right now and run that up. By that time, it's too late. Um, I, I would personally be offloading whatever Dogecoin I have right now. That's not financial advice. If I had Dogecoin, I would be dumping all of it now, right now. Um, do not expect this to last long. If we do get an alt season pump, it's not going to last long. So that's why I'm saying adjust your exit strategies, tighten them up, maybe reduce the levels that you see this thing going to. We might not set alt, new all-time highs for, for some of these cryptocurrencies. I'm not going to be selling my main bags. But, um, you know, I'm looking to see if, if this is true, if we don't get the alt season, then we're probably going down another 50%. So we're going to be able to get these coins half off or close to um, over the next few months. So that's going to be a beautiful blessing, right? With that being said, let's go into rapid fire Q&A. Thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate all of you guys so much. If you're looking to join our exclusive Discord community, just head on over to ZachRector.com. And uh, it's all over there. You guys can join up, sign up. I appreciate all of you guys. Um, we, we just created a new tier. It's only five bucks. If you want to support the channel on Patreon, it's, it's over there for a five, five, eight, nine spot. We would greatly appreciate that. We appreciate all the support, guys. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.